Um, what do I say now? I guess, uh, <laughs> hello, all you killers. Potential victims. <laughs> oh, yeah, potential potential victims of a serial killer in the city of New York. The, the I guess just the planet Earth, I guess. Prominent areas of New York. <laughs> yes, the, the prominent families. Uh, welcome to the official Prodigal Son podcast. Wow, what a great episode we watched this week. I can't talk about it yet, but we did watch episode two, Annihilator. I, I'm just so excited to talk about it. But first, we, I got to introduce my co-hosts. Of course, we've got a uh, special agent, Miranda. Miranda, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. What What do I say now? Hmm. We need to like find a new song or something, so we have a new thing to say. Yeah. <clears throat> We'll figure it out. It's it's new. Okay. I mean, we didn't find Alex Arbor Day for a while, I think. Well, we started saying Happy Arbor Day because that was in the first episode of The Orville. Oh, true. Did he say anything in the first one? Oh, he was silent throughout, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you could do, maybe do something off of the whatever the daily affirmation is from that episode. If they're going to be doing it every single one. I'm, I'm not sure that they will, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would, yeah. but that requires... <laughs> Have they been posting them on Twitter regularly? Well, they post every day on Twitter. They post a daily affirmation. Well, so you could do that. You could do today's daily affirmation. And... Well, the, to... who's going to look Hold that on. up? Hold on. Is... Okay. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Miranda, just remember, I am more than my mistakes. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm me too. I'm more than my mistakes. Same. <laughs> uh, we also heard special agent and uh, murder expert. Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hello, I'm a doctor, and I'm also, <laughs> and, but I'm more of a murder expert and profiler. So, um, and also, I'm more than my mistakes. So, d- do you want me to stop saying you're a doctor? Well, no, I, I mean, I'll take it, you know. If you want to call me your piss king, I will, you know, like, go ahead, whatever. Just as long as it makes me feel good. I'll, I'll think about that. I'm not comfortable with it yet, though. Piss King? <laughs> yeah, Piss King. I don't know. Uh, also, welcome to the show, uh, Special Agent Mark. Mark, welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Welcome to you, too. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> ah, very polite. Thank you. Thank you. I, I like to think that I am my mistakes, but that's not, oh, all. Wow. That's not all that I am. I'm more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's what we said. But you said, but you switched it up on us. But that's cool. I just don't like how he tried to make his, him see like his was better than than me and Miranda's. You know? He yeah, comes we up said with the, the same he, thing. He but comes he's... up with the affirmation idea, and then he sabotages. It was just a coincidence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just I, I actually just thought of that on my own just now. Oh, okay. oh wow! I, I didn't even put it together that it was the same. Okay, so it's naturally you do these things. Okay. <laughs> well, I have my eye on Mark the rest of the podcast, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> a lot of times we have Mark on to talk about bug stuff because he is like the bug guy. Everybody knows Mark is the bug guy, but um, this time we had him on because he is, so far as I know, the world's foremost expert on Prodigal Son. Um, yeah. You've seen like every episode, haven't you, Mark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of them more than once. <laughs> wow. What, what's the most number of times that you've watched an episode of Prodigal Son? 
Well, so I was inspired by uh, learning that the world marathon record had been set today, <laughs> and so I decided to set a world record of my own, and I watched episode two three times. Wow. wow. Two, wow. three. The exact amount of kills, um, I think. <clears throat> that the, no, the it's, a, it's another quartet. It was, it was a quartet. Hmm? Yeah, it, it was a quartet. Kevin. No, I mean the surgeon <laughs> killed twenty three people. Oh, I see what oh, you're saying. Oh, okay. okay. So two, okay. three, episode yeah. two, three okay. times. Sorry, Tim's not here, so I right. was kind of doing the numbers thing. Uh, <laughs> just as a shout out, and if you, in case you guys are wondering where Tim is, uh, should, I don't know. Should we say? Should it's, we tell him where he's yeah. doing? Oh, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think well, because the Orville fans know what Tim does, but I don't know if our if our <laughs> yeah. new prodigal son fans are really familiar with what, what Tim's doing when he's not here. You think they can't handle it? Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's going to come out eventually. So just well, I mean, you know, Tim is jacking off. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I was going to say let's keep it classy for the new um, listeners, but. It's gonna. You're gonna find out sooner or later. I guess it's it's best you find out now. How are they gonna find out later? Is he? What's he gonna do? Well, <laughs> probably when he comes back next time, he's gonna have a lot of jack off stories and stuff okay. like that. He is likes he, to share it with us. He comes back very relaxed. <laughs> he always keeps saying, "Yeah, I got a, I got a whole load off my mind and a load off my, you know, you know." He always yep. says that. You would think he could just get this done in, in the week that we're, we're not recording. But <laughs> for some reason, it's always... We took a long right time we, off. We took like, yeah. Well, relative, normally we take a couple weeks, even a couple months, you know, to, to put out an episode. But, you know, now... Mm. We're tr- we, this was really a short window in between these two episodes that we're recording. So, you know. yeah. I I understand what Tim's going through, I, not personally, but you know, just from knowing his history, I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that he had basically he had already blocked off this time slot, and it, it wasn't something that he could <laughs> switch around. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, he blocked something off. All right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim. Um, but yet, uh, yeah, we do take a, a little bit of time between each episode. Um, on the Orville, it was because it was so heavily, um, you know, there was so many spoilers. It, it was uh, hard to, you know, get everything straight before you, you saw the next one. On this one, we just want to meticulously get in the mind of these killers. Um, so it takes a little bit of time for us because we are not Michael Bright, the prodigal son. Um, so we have to stop and rewatch the show two, three times, whatever, and, uh, get to know these killers before we can move on to the next episode. Um, so that's why it took us two weeks to get to episode two, uh, that aired on September 30th. Uh, episode three is already out there. Uh, from what I heard, they ordered the full season, didn't they, Miranda? Yes, they sure did. (laughs) We called it. (laughs) You're kind of the, uh... The woman on the scene reporter, like a Halston Sages. <laughs> Thanks, Reggie. Uh, yes, we are seeing that Fox has ordered a full season of The Prodigal Son. Standout 
the standout new show of this season. Um, you know, we here at Prodigal Son Podcast are not surprised, but uh, glad to see it. Okay, back to you, Greggy. Wow. wow. Thank you, Miranda. Yes. Uh, well, I did. I, go, I went to Miranda because uh, she was the first person that I heard this news from. Um, so it felt, it felt weird to like uh, say it as though I didn't learn it from Miranda. Um, but also, she is our number one ratings, and uh, you know, any any sort of uh, any any sort of like renewals or um, you know full episode orders, anything like that. The business side of things, we go to Miranda because uh, she is more in with the Fox execs on that side of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Uh, well, we're, we've got this episode to watch, uh, or I mean to talk about. We already watched it, of course, um, several times in Mark's case. We would never talk about an episode without watching it. <laughs> right. Yes. No. We wouldn't dream of it. And uh, yeah, why would we want to? We love the show. It's, it's great to watch. Yeah, we respect this craft and the craftsmanship involved in this show too much to ever uh, just kind of go off with sight unseen so we watch mm-hmm. every single show and we're always paying attention i mean for now maybe someday we'll do a thing where one of us watches the show and says it to the other ones yeah, but okay <laughs> <laughs> but so far at least uh the bloom is on this rose um we watched the whole thing to- together wow. actually it was a wow. lot of fun but before we can do that we have to watch another thing together i've got a great video uh, I've got a great video about um, drinks that you can make uh, based on uh, the show. The Fox has this series of videos called Killer Cocktails, and uh, they are just really, really cool. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about it. And we'll, we'll have to uh, narrate what the ingredients are because she doesn't say it out loud. But here we go. Killer Cocktails, the Paralyzer. Up for a little sip and thrill? Try this disturbingly delicious treat. <laughs> Ice. That ice. One ounce of vodka. One ounce. A little coffee liqueur. (laughs) Stir. Crack open a Coca-Cola. Pour some of that in there. Five ounces. Got to be five ounces. (laughs) Stir it more. An ounce of heavy cream. (laughs) What? Pineapple. (laughs) Cherry. Tune into Prodigal Son right here on Fox. Uh, okay. I think she made up that drink on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like it. I also want to say that I missed I was I missed this when you guys watched it before and I asked what was in it and this is not what I was told at all. I, I think did we not saw pay more a lot than of one. attention. Oh, no, I think there didn't was we a, see more than one? Th- there's Aaron? another yeah. yeah, there's another uh one. Okay, as well. because Kevin said it was ginger apple cider and vermouth. something like that maybe. oh yeah that's yeah. a different one yeah <laughs> yeah that might okay. be the quartet hey, hey, maybe something. next week guys <laughs> sorry so we're not oh, that's <laughs> it <laughs> oh man huh. um but yeah we'll, we'll do one drink an episode we'll talk about i guess no i could just find that other one if we want to talk about this other drink as well well first we have to break down the I mean, paralyzer we can talk about this one the paralyzer i would yeah. try it yeah 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 it, Good name. I like the cherry. The name represents the drink for sure because uh, it's got coffee liqueur, vodka, Coca-Cola, and heavy cream. 
Anytime you're mixing <laughs> cream and Coke, I'm in for it. I love that. It's my favorite. Yeah. Do you think that they make these recipes? Do you think anybody tries them or do you think they just make them once pour the camera and pour it out and that's it? <laughs> yeah. I think that one was absolutely invented with whatever those within reach. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good drink, I think. Uh, I would definitely check it out. <laughs> uh, it's a killer well, cocktail. One thing is, uh, it's not just a drink. Yeah. If you want to get paralyzed, then I would say having coffee and Coke, both stimulants, are a good way to uh, <laughs> to really wind down and, and relax with a nice cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the cream, the heavy cream, I think, is supposed to really sedate you. So that one, out of out of uh, the amount of things I would have to go buy, like coffee liqueur, I guess heavy cream, like it's possible I might have a Coke and I might have some vodka and probably might have some ice in my house. So kind of lower on the uh, on the, uh, yeah, the actually, range of things I have I'd have to go get. Ice and pineapple. And I don't think I have anything I, else on that one. I have a maraschino cherry. I have ice for sure. Okay. So if we all if we all meet up, <laughs> we can, we'd have most of most of the ingredients. Well, we definitely have ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. covered. Uh, so, Plenty of uh, ice. Yeah, we've got ice. Um, we got a maraschino cherry. We've got pineapple. And Greggy said he might have a Coke. Oh, I mean, like, right now, I definitely don't have a Coke, I guess. If we want to make it with Pepsi (laughs) Max, I could do that. Oh, that's probably fine. Yeah, Yeah. it's the same thing, pretty much. Okay, so what are we missing? Um, All of the alcohol and the heavy cream. Like, I have some... I think I have rum. Okay. Hey, there we go. (laughs) I don't have heavy cream, but I have um, pumpkin spice-flavored almond milk. Do you think that would be... Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes, this is a good drink. So, we got it, guys. <laughs> yeah, so rum. I also have spice. gin. We could put that in there. Okay, the gin. Yeah, instead oh, of gin. the rum, there I think go. that's better. We could do gin and well, the rum is for the rum is instead of the coffee liqueur yeah, and the gin exactly. is instead of the okay. vodka. Cool. I could I have, could make coffee. I yeah, have coffee I could and, do. Like, ver- okay. <laughs> for I mean, if we're going to we could if we need a coffee liqueur, I could make coffee and mix it with uh I think uh, I have some tequila. Okay, great. For, for like a side, a side shot, just a tequila side no, shot. To substitute for the coffee liqueur, coffee and tequila together. Okay, fine. That's what, coffee what you, liquor. What do you? That's not li- own steak and <laughs> I'm tequila. I'm not a spelling expert. <laughs> yes, yeah, steak and tequila. Is you want to kick out my rum? I don't know. <laughs> Guys, 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 come on. I'm sorry. We can have rum and tequila as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we're more than our mistakes. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. wow that... I bet ours uh, here, be, let's check out this other one. Of more of a right. paralyzer. Oh, this one sounds dangerous. Okay, here we go. Metro Manslaughter. Hey there, I'm Bellamy Young, and I play Jessica Whitley on Prodigal Son. Jessica is not your average mm-hmm. mother, but... Um, after oh, she's 12 years older than her trying. son. <laughs> ice. Okay, ice. Got it. Apple brandy. Uh-huh. Okay, this is the one Kevin was thinking of. Vermouth. Apple I have brandy, that. vermouth. Two drops of apple bitters. Apple bitters. Simple syrup. Simple syrup. Gotta shake it up. 
And then you have to have a little syringe of <laughs> red <a> stuff. <laughs> okay, what I actually do that? have that. It doesn't even say what it is. <laughs> I think it doesn't tell it us. Even, okay. I think it's a hypodermic with Well, blood I do. I have brandy. <laughs> I, have, I have brandy. I have vermouth. Okay. Um, I have maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. That would be good. That's better, actually. <laughs> And then apple bitters. apple bitters, Kevin. <laughs> no, I've actually. I mean, everybody else I've, has contributed, hey guys, so I've, Kevin. Uh, I've bit, I've bit an apple, but I don't have apple bitters. You know, uh, sorry. You think that joke's gonna get a like a lot of people kind of share in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is that's this week's prodigal son will be mad popular son. <laughs> I think yes, within the bitters community, is... like if they get a hold of this, we're gonna it's gonna take off. Oh yeah, we'll be on all the bitters boards just spreading. <laughs> mm-hmm. That one much more stuff I would have to buy. Like uh there's no chance I would have like any of those items in my house, except for the ice, of course. I have yeah. I have more of this recipe than the other recipe. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, me too. I mean I, I... have ice and brandy. I have ice. And I have vermouth and not apple bitters, but regular bitters. <laughs> oh, that could be I okay. Might, I might have, like, I think I have, like, orange bitters. I have apples. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> have, you, have you bit the apple? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Kevin, don't try to pass off your pre-bitten apples. <laughs> you know, I take one bite of the apple... <laughs> And then I'd leave it on the counter and let the worms at it. So, Okay, so of these... Okay, we're just going to do these two drinks. Of these two, which one sounds better to you? Mm-hmm. To me, I, I think it's the Metro Manslaughter. That yeah. sounds like something that's more like something someone would drink. I agree with that's that. That's the second one? What was the yeah. first yeah. one? The second one was the Cream and Coke. With coffee like Yeah, what was it called? Oh, the Paralyzer. Yeah, uh, the so, Paralyzer. Paralyzer. Yeah. Just um, without knowing what they are, if somebody asked me, hey, would you like Metro Manslaughter or Paralyzer? I think I'm going to choose Paralyzer because Metro Manslaughter sounds more bad. Yeah, it sounds more dangerous. Yeah. There's definitely I, a if, if Okay. <laughs> I have several things. To, I have several thoughts on this. First of all. If I were ordering a drink, the Paralyzer sounds like a drink. That sounds yeah. like I would see it, like, not based on the ingredients, mm. just based on the name of it. Like, that's recognizable to me as a drink name. The Metro mm. Manslaughter is not <laughs> at all. It sounds yeah. like a horrible event uh, yeah. that happened in a, a major city, I, I feel like. Uh, yeah. And then my other thing were- is... With the, the train. with the metro, <laughs> with the metro manslaughter, I don't know what's in that syringe that's going down the side of the glass. So that might change my change my opinion like, of it. You know? Is there any way it could change it favorably? Hmm. Maybe if it was like a fun drug. <laughs> it did seem like it was completely on the outside of the glass. So you yeah. can just avoid that part and just drink the drink. I guess. But I still want to know what's in it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I think <laughs> okay, the, temptation, the temptation's too strong. I would be <laughs> licking that thing off. 
Now, what, are the temptations, what do the temptations have to do with this drink? Because this might change my mind on which one I prefer. Papa was a Papa was a Papa was a. So, yeah, that's the pre episode segment thing. Um, now we're going to talk about. Oh, sorry. I was going to oh, say. Go ahead, I, wa- Mark. I wonder why they didn't call it The Annihilator, which I think, is. Ooh. I think that is a title. Yeah, I the title also, of the episode, and it sounds like a real drink. that. I didn't yeah. see one called the Annihilator, or we definitely would have talked about that. No, I but think uh, there, I think there is one. That's the one with the ginger. Maybe, maybe they're it. saving it for. Is it? How many? There's no drinks? way to know, guys. I mean, <laughs> what are they? How many drinks do they do they make? Like one every day? You're. I think you're supposed to watch that clip uh, in the morning. Go on Monday morning. Go to the supermarket liquor store, the Chinese drug store, and the medical supply store and get all your ingredients and then make it just before you watch the show. That makes actually a ton of sense. Yeah, I agree. That's probably what they're going for. Well, anyway, we could just move okay, on. We well, have, where's we the, can annihilator do the Annihilator factor? next episode. I don't think it exists. I don't think well, it exists. Okay. Let's say this. If you were going to make a cocktail for the Annihilator, what would you put in it? Ooh. Snake well, venom. Law. Ice. <laughs> First of Definitely all. ice. Yeah, ice. Snake venom. Snake venom for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, whatever was in that um, IV that he got that he was freaking out. We did never find out what what it was. It was either either Ativan or antihistamines or fentanyl. Um, right? He said that. Uh, well, he, he says he, he drinks. He takes yeah fentanyl for breakfast. Mm. So probably not fentanyl, because he would know that one. That would be for, like, a breakfast cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a mimosa or whatever you would put it in there. Yeah, so just ice and uh, snake venom, I guess, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I swear to God, though, there is not an Annihilator. Mm. No, I know There's there the is Paralyzer, a... the Quartet, and Metro Manslaughter. Oh, oh, there is a quartet. quartet. Okay, yeah. Maybe it's the yeah. Quartet. Um... But we'll have to talk about that one next time because mm-hmm. uh, it's time to talk about this episode. Um, and luckily, I have it open on Wikipedia again. Uh, Gil invites Malcolm to consult on a new case involving the poisoning of several family members. Not they're not his family members, to be clear. Right, exactly. They're just yeah, each he other's gets to family this crime members. Scene, this family is all got killed. Um, they each have their own separate meal. Which Malcolm notices, uh, and they were all drugged with the drug metaprolol, which is a heart medication that made their hearts um, messed up or whatever. Yeah, what 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 was the uh, significance of everybody having different meals? And M- Malcolm slash Michael says uh, there's they even have different side orders with different uh, different condiments. condiments. He said. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what the Well, point he of that. used that to know that they 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 weren't here like by choice or whatever, like the dad made them come or something. He convinced them and said, I'll have all your favorite condiments and sides. <laughs> Could you show up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will there um, be ketchup paw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh sometimes they they want the prodigal son to know something. Uh, so they write backwards from there because I, 
I don't think there's any way that, like, I don't know. I guess they were very rich, so it's possible they could just each have their own thing ordered. But um, it seems very unlikely that you would have a dinner where everybody has their own weird separate thing. So did anyone see where the was the family like restrained at all and like tied to the chairs or anything? Hmm. hmm. I no. don't remember. I didn't think that they were. No, they which just makes ate, it like the meals. I only picked this up on the third the third watch, but the premise was that the killer had poisoned them all and made the dad watch, but they they wouldn't have known they were poisoned until they just suddenly die. I'm just trying to imagine how, like, okay, I, I put poison in all their food. Now get ready. They're about to die. And then they didn't like, thought, get up and leave. I thought it was that um, he shoved snakes down all their throats. Like, he just put <laughs> snakes inside them. Yeah, it was definitely... <laughs> uh, not what happened? This, I'm pretty sure this guy controls uh, well, yeah. snakes. But if I was being forced snakes down my throat, I would get up and try to leave. <laughs> and certainly well, he did restrain the dad because... So my mouth shut. <laughs> the dad had bruises on his face from how he his he was forced to watch his family die around him or whatever mm-hmm. um, before he died. That was one of the clues that Malcolm found. <laughs> so he's yeah. holding the dad's face, and meanwhile the family's just sitting there eating poison. No, as they're dying, I think he's holding his face. This is in this, okay. The show doesn't say this, but I'm going to tell you what happened. So. The killer is pretending to be the food delivery guy. And because they all order different things, he first shows up in his, you know, uh, different one disguise from McDonald's. Then he shows up in his KFC disguise and then so on and so forth. And he poisons each meal. But he doesn't poison the dad's meal. And he knows what the dad orders because dad's always eating the same thing. So then he is waiting outside and... He sees that people start eating, and he's like, yes, yes, the family's all eating. Runs inside as they're all dying, holds the, holds the dad by the side of his head, <laughs> thus restraining him. <laughs> and yeah, then, that yeah, sounds right. Yeah, that's, goes, that's how it goes. I, I, I guess, I mean, unless he ran in and immediately started tying the dad up, uh, <clears throat> I don't know how else it would have happened. Yeah, they may they may give us more details in future episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, more flashbacks to this episode. Um also I think the snakes got put in his body after he was dead. And then he sewed the mouth shut so the snakes wouldn't get out. Okay, that makes sense. So you'd have to sew the mouth shut after he put the snakes in. Yeah, I think yeah. he put the snakes in his chest. Oh, because there was an incision in his Size. Yeah, so the guy cut his chest open and <laughs> slid a couple snakes in there. I'm eight. Wow. I'm guessing. Because the snake comes it's... out head first, and I don't know if he would be able to turn around in the in the body. That's not true. It's just because I'm a doctor. I mean, I know these things. It would be hard to get a snake to go inside someone's body, I think. Yeah, I don't think they would like to be there. do that? Four of like, them. <laughs> it turns out that he's not, like, the snake guy. So how did he just, like, get the snakes to do whatever he wanted? Yeah, I don't know if he got the snakes. Because, like, wasn't it supposed to set, set up the the other son? Yeah, the, the snakes were there <laughs> to frame the other son. Who we learn later is a 
exotic animal a dealer. Black market but where did this guy get animal dealer? Right. He so where did Malcolm the actual... screams in the middle of the... <laughs> <laughs> It's a black market animal! It's not a game <laughs> Everybody's being really quiet. <sighs> like, unnecessary information, really. Like, the guy just ran inside this this building, and they're all going to chase him. And Malcolm decides to shout it out. He's just because he's so proud of himself that he just figured it out, what, he's, what the guy does for a living. <laughs> Well, he's, he has to show that he already knew it from looking at his gloves. Like, I was probably <laughs> ru- running away, and he was like, damn it. <laughs> he knows what I do. Yeah, probably the the actual killer just snuck into the uh, other son's, mm-hmm. like, uh, warehouse and just pocketed these snakes when he wasn't looking. Because they are just sitting loose in, in <laughs> baskets in, in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. So it's not hard. But yeah, so they open up the the guy's mouth. The snakes all come out. Um, they're special PS3 era graphic snakes. Uh, they attack the um, the medical examiner who has a little bit of a crush on our friend, the prodigal son. I think. Uh, I don't know, there was some. Little. Oh, you think so? I think she has a big crush on him. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I saw a few little hints, and I, I thought it might be possible. I wonder if he's picked up on it at all. Hmm. hmm. Well, we did find out in this episode he's a virgin, so <laughs> maybe not. Uh, yeah, he saves her from the snakes. Um, what else happened then? Yeah, the snake. Well, that was a very tense scene. The snakes all go on on her, the doctor lady, and uh, he distracts. <laughs> what did you say, Miranda? <laughs> He bored them. What? <laughs> you said that he... Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just starts talking. He just starts, like, giving snake facts forever. <laughs> and the snake, the snake gets so bored. It's just like, okay, Mamba fuck is this, the fourth, here. fourth most poisonous species on the planet uh, Earth. I know. When you, see a, when you see a snake, here's how your body reacts. Like, <laughs> it's actually evolution like we're in fucking since biology the beginning of class. time. Like, we're watching a... <laughs> The snakes are like, wow, I thought we were going to have a pretty dope showdown. (laughs) This guy just going on. The snake just takes off. And I have to know, like, did they use real snakes? It looks so real. (laughs) (laughs) It must have been so dangerous to have those real venomous snakes on set. I think they may have been garden trained garden snakes painted black. Uh, or, or something like that, because they, they would have never put that, those actors at risk like that. Uh, as good as Prodigal Son is, he, you know, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. But the way the, after they he bores the snakes, yeah, they <laughs> literally, as soon as they let go of the the lady, someone you just uh, off camera, someone goes, "Hey, grab those snakes." <laughs> 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 like threat, threat, like terminated as soon as they let go of her. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's these four snakes yeah, in this house. Nobody's, nobody's like, we've got these extremely venomous snakes on the loose. We better go get them. It's like, oh, danger's over now. Hey, we used uh, to know where the snakes are, hey, but, now, but now, now we don't. <laughs> Officer Ryan, why don't you uh, round up those black mamba snakes real quick? <laughs> Grab Martinez, he'll help you out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they knew that they their work there was done, and <laughs> they uh, headed off. 
to go uh, climb into someone else's chest out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's yeah, the they, that's the show we need to watch. These <laughs> four contract <laughs> the snakes, snakes that they, you know, their main interest is slithering into people's chests <laughs> and holding people ransom, and they'll really just go wherever you uh, you show them an open chest. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> just don't tell them snake facts because they already know all those and they'll get yeah. pissed out at you. <laughs> yeah, it's preaching to the <laughs> choir. <laughs> um, yeah, so they 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 were like, uh, the the was there any family that wasn't here at dinner? Uh, they find this estranged son. Uh, he's loading an an obvious animal crate into the back of his uh, SUV when they arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, they start asking him about it. He did not know that his entire family was dead until they told him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Greggy, you said we all watched this together, and Greggy said, "I'm 100 percent betting this guy's the killer." Because yes, all signs <laughs> were pointing to that. And uh, right after Greggy said that, Malcolm says, "You know, they're just talking to this guy like, oh yeah, you know your family, you talk to your family a lot." He's like, "No, not really." Uh, blah blah. And then they go. Uh, yeah, they all were. What does he say? You, they all got murdered, and uh, everybody kind of looks at Malcolm like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> we don't know if this guy's the killer, but Malcolm's so sure that it's the guy because he saw a crate of snakes. Um, yeah. So, so Greggy, it's okay if Malcolm got fooled. <laughs> yeah. like, Malcolm goes, "Yeah, your family all got murdered," and the guy goes, "Oh, um, hmm." You know who did it or not? <laughs> yeah, he's looking like he's the guiltiest motherfucker. <laughs> okay, now I did not really think that was the guy. I mean, I'm, uh, the, the first guy they go to on any of these shows is never the real killer. Um, I well, now you know. Okay, that. no, I would say that usually most of the time, but this time I actually was fooled because he is. Um, a rare animal dealer, we find out. Um, they Cur- did go find him. <laughs> Currently loading snakes into his car. Yeah. So. So. Okay. I was trying to act like I didn't really think it, but I did. Okay, fine. I did think it was him. And he's very good. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, he thinks that they're after him because he's an exotic animal dealer. Like, they're like, look, we don't care about the murder. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, he decides to run away because he does run an illegal animal smuggling business. But, I mean, if 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 it's either you're up for murder or, you know, getting in trouble for these animals, mm-hmm. I don't know. But then also, you know, the cops, you can't trust them. They might try to put you up for it even if. Yeah. Like uh, like so uh, Diamond Lou, he wants to just blame it on the guy anyway mm-hmm. later on. Um, but anyway, yeah, he starts running through the place. Uh, just bad. Prodigal Son follows. Yeah. Go. Sorry. Yeah, you can go ahead and explain. Oh yeah. Prodigal Son follows. He sees a cheetah and uh, <laughs> some fish tanks, and then he finds the guy and he says, "Stop! Stop! I just want to talk to you." The guy has an open b- bucket of snakes, and he throws a snake at Prodigal Son and uh, continues running away. He escapes then. Uh, the the snake bites Prodigal Son and, and gets him all loaded up with snake venom, and uh, he passes out. Yeah. And this is what, you know, what I was going to say uh, earlier is that 
you know, he adds an extra charge. Now that's attempted murder with a snake, really. Yeah. It's a deadly weapon. So, you know, he could have just had illegal animal um, selling or something like that. But which, you know, if... Well, he panicked Hello, when, they, when the... those weren't CGI animals in the show. So the show even <laughs> had these illegal animals, if you think about it. So, oh yeah, you know, he he panicked and, and wasn't thinking clearly when the prodigal son recognized his gloves. <laughs> yes. Oh, true. Yes, <laughs> it's like oh no. shit, this guy sees right through me. He, he knows yeah. that these are double Kevlar custom-made gloves. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, the guy is wearing some gloves. And Prodigal Son has spent on Amazon. He's been handling snakes. We we apparently find out that he used to keep a bunch of snakes. So that's how he knew the snake facts before. And that's also how he knows he can spot custom snake gloves anywhere. Well, the cool thing about when you're writing for a genius character, geniuses know everything about everything. So they can just notice... You know, these tiny little details that seem like nothing to us. Like, I look at those gloves. I don't know that they're Kevlar. I don't even know, you know, they're custom made. They could have been off the rack, just extra thick gloves as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But no, Prodigal Son is able, with a glance, to be able to tell that's what it is. Yeah, I probably would have known they were Kevlar, but not double Kevlar. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so he gets uh, poisoned by the snake. Um doctor or no not doctor <laughs> detective danny powell um all the all our favorite characters from episode one came back we had jt uh who still does not like malcolm bright that much um they actually have it out a little bit at the beginning of the episode uh which which gives uh the prodigal son a chance to uh re-explain the premise of the show and, and everything that happened in episode one uh so that was lucky yeah, but jt even, is back he even said he even says now jt i don't know if you remember everything that happened last week but here's a little <laughs> recap <laughs> yeah and hopefully he and jt keep butting heads like this so they can do this every week <laughs> yeah what if jt's character is just you know they're like malcolm JT got hit in the head when uh, a while ago, and he can't remember what happens every week. Uh, so you're gonna have to catch him up. Like once a week, just let him know. Just remind him of everything. It's re- it's six or seven days. Uh, he forgets stuff. Uh, so while the prodigal son is unconscious with snake venom, uh, he has a vet a vision. Of himself as a child uh his dad like he finds a, a girl in a trunk uh that, that his mom by the way we forgot to mention he goes to brunch with his mom uh, she sends alfonso around with the car <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she has to sit with the the freaking sacklers for god's sakes yeah this is just um, to remind you that this family is rich and prominent really yeah very prominent they yeah, so prominent <laughs> he mentions the girl in the trunk and she says, oh, Malcolm, there was never any girl in a trunk. Uh, I guess he thought he saw on the night when he told the cops about his dad, he thought he saw a, a girl in a trunk. Uh, but according to these visions he has, maybe this this took place on a different day than when he tells the cops about his dad, because uh, his dad uses chloroform on him to knock him out. Um, he finds out in this vision. So fucked up. 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, okay, your dad kills people, whatever. He uses chloroform on his own son. That's your blood. Yeah. That's your boy. So one thing I picked up after watching it a couple times was how mad his mom got that he insisted about this girl being in the truck. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if that's some sort of foreshadowing that oh. maybe there's more to her that meets the eye. Well, oh, I, I don't think it's really fair for Mark to talk about foreshadowing, given that he's seen the yeah, third Mark, episode. Uh, Mark, I told Come you on. not to bring any of this I've seen episode three shit into the podcast. <laughs> yep, for a second at the end, I mean, we're not there yet, but for a second at the end, uh, when when he's being laid down by his parents or whatever, and he's all drugged and everything, it seemed like mom was like in on it at mm. first, but then... Like, as it goes on, it doesn't seem like it, but I don't know. If mom was in on it, that would be so wild. Yeah, this is feeling like one of those shows where most of the characters are have something sort of below the surface that you don't see immediately. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good, and that's a good sign for the show. <laughs> as, well, I mean, that's probably why they picked it up for a whole season, because they want to find out what happens. Mm, what's yeah. the deal? Yeah, executives, they want money, first of all, for sure. But they're just TV watchers just like the rest of us. They want to know what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wakes up. Uh, the Malcolm Bright, the prodigal son himself, he wakes up in the hospital. Uh, he's got an IV in, and he freaks out about it. Oh, um, what What did you give me? I have to be able to wake up, he says. And then, then does he go see his dad? Well, his dad did call him at the crime scene, which I again forgot to mention. Uh, then he leaves him a bunch of uh, voicemails. He dad wants to get in on helping him solve the mystery. Oh, his sister figures that yeah. out. Yeah, that, that's yeah. His problem. sister oh. finds that out. She looks at his screen um, and sees he's been getting calls. Um, she says, "Well, well uh, she tricks him somehow. How, how does she trick him?" She sits next to him and's like, uh, "Hey, brother, I love you." Something like that. <laughs> yeah, she's like yeah, holding yeah. his hand and Pretty pretending much. to be nice to him, and then just snatched his phone and ran away. She's a master manipulator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she learned from the best. Sister Soul's phone. Listen to the voicemails. She's completely scandalized that he's going to see Dad again. Um, and we have the theory that she told Mom about it as well. Let's see. Oh, the the family lawyer visits with Diamond Lou uh, and says, uh, my client will not be coming in unless you say he's not going to be charged for being an illegal elephant <laughs> dealer or whatever. And uh, Diamond Lou says, hey, no way. My guy's in the hospital because of your client. And he says, well, he wasn't my client. My client was the father and I loved him so much. <laughs> Um, and by the way, and just so you know. <laughs> yeah, Lou is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot there's a dead guy that we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, he lets the lawyer go. Uh, but, you know, as uh, Malcolm is, is recovering or whatever, coming out of the hospital, the the the, the estranged son um, jumps out of a out of a window and kills himself. Well, no, and, that uh, happened while he was visiting his dad. Cause he oh, yeah, he does go see dad. Break. Yeah, it happens says, a lot. Little 30-second visits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes to check in. Just like, dad, 
Tell me about the one in the box. I a couple ideas <laughs> off you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is, between his apartment in the police station is the hospital where dad or the, <laughs> right. you know, the jail where dad is being kept. So it's kind of like on the way. He might as well. Right. Um, so he stops in there for a second, says, dad, you tell me what I need to know. And dad says, you don't know anything. You're crazy. These are dreams you're having. He says, I will find the truth, father. But they also figured out, I think, uh, with his dad's help that, he thought it might be an illegitimate yeah, child. Yeah, you're thinking about what happened at the was end the one who where was... he's like, I will do this. His second visit. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the Ill- illegitimate child, or no, not, not the illegitimate one, the real one, but he doesn't like dad. He jumps out of the uh, out of the building, and uh, Diamond Lou says, ah, well, that's it. He uh, slaps his hands together and <laughs> says, open and shut case. And uh, <laughs> Prodigal Son says, ah, 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 hold on a second, sir. Why wasn't he in custody for attempted murder by snake? Because he got away. He was able to use yeah, the uh, uh, the snake oh. to to lose Make his he, trail. He threw a snake at the prodigal son. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there were other cops in the building. I thought I, I think in my in the back of my head, I well, just all the other cops were well, like, "Whoa, where... that guy just threw a snake!" They're all just like watching the crazy thing. I'm gonna have to watch it again just to catch the. Right <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you the thing you have to remember is. Prodigal Son is the only competent one. Uh, nobody else is able to do anything. Like, he is the one that has yeah, to do everything. As soon as you get about 10 feet away from Prodigal Son, you lose all sense of what to do and what your job duties are. So, you just kind of freak out and, like, I need to mm-hmm. get back in the 10 foot radius. And, and you run back to Prodigal. <laughs> yeah, so Prodigal Son tells Diamond Lou, No, I've got to go and uh, investigate this more. I think I, I think I might have an idea. And he says, um, well, the, the head office wants this case closed right away. I, I'll give you an afternoon. Fuck um, the head office. The ticking clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a prominent family that was murdered, so yeah, they, they, they got to close it quickly. Diamond Lou's like, the mayor's on my ass on this one, <laughs> prodigal son. I'll give you two hours. <laughs> So what I don't understand is this guy decided to kill him instead of telling him, "Oh yeah, they agreed to not to not uh, press charges. You go you go on in there and get arrested." I think that might have worked better than uh, just killing him. Uh, oh, and also Lou is like, "Oh, also, uh, I guess you can go investigate this because uh, this this lawyer was sending weird uh, payments to people." Uh, seems suspicious and fishy. Maybe he did it or something. You know, he he might have a clue or whatever. So uh, Malcolm and Danny go to investigate him. I think they think he's making payments on behalf of the dad to an illegitimate child. So they think he knows mm-hmm. who the illegitimate yeah. child is. Sure. Well, that turns out to be kind of right, doesn't well, it? Because he is the illegitimate. I I don't. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Well, the writers wrote that the next thing he does is go talk to the lawyer, so that's what he does. Yeah, he doesn't actually figure it out until well into this next bit. Yeah. What were we saying, Miranda? Like five minutes ago? Mm, Felt like sooner than that. (laughs) She said a second ago that she doesn't think that he thinks anything. (laughs) Yeah. The prodigal son. 
But that was like way before. That was when it made sense to say that. Oh, okay, because right now, jeez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't fit there at all. Yeah, a bit of a non <laughs> bit of a non sequitur, yeah. Hey, would you say twenty minutes ago? No, that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense right now. <laughs> Okay, I feel like the prodigal son because I feel like I'm getting gaslit right now. <laughs> oh yeah, that was funny when he got gaslit by his dad. <laughs> but that was after this this scene, this very important scene. Probably the shocker of the whole episode, in my opinion. Yeah, they go to the lawyer who's having a family cookout with his family. Um, the, the police are asking... Uh, him very important murder questions uh which you would never be able to tell by seeing how his wife and children are reacting they're like playing croquet in the background and, and eating their dinner and stuff it's always weird to me in, in like these cop shows when when the the people around the person getting uh interviewed by the cops don't Holy act shit. like it's weird at all or anything <laughs> oh god i think it's we like lost Brandon again what no i'm here <laughs> okay your mic went nuts for a second there i don't know why mm-hmm. Okay. Scared me. I <laughs> Miranda was maybe yeah. going to be the ne- in the next cis quartet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're asking this guy questions. When you, when you said we lost Miranda, you that meant like, <laughs> I died. You've been murdered, yeah. <laughs> we were reacting exactly like the uh, legitimate son reacted. You're just like, wow, oh, hmm, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they ask the guy like three questions and then he confesses everything. Well, no, they they notice that his daughter has a uh, vitiligo, vitiligo, which is yeah. a, a skin discoloration yeah. thing that Mr. Osorito also had. <laughs> That's for the like eagle-eyed viewers. They'll know that there was a guy named Mr. Osorito in the show and um, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he knew that but by, by seeing that he knew that okay this guy gave birth to a, a daughter with that so he must be the son of mr ozarito and then as he's saying that to him the guy's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so he is cooking a lovely meal for his family and while he's being questioned he says go eat Make sure you eat. He's like, sorry, my family must eat right now. <laughs> and you think it's normal and that his family's just hungry, but no, it was more sinister. Well, they were hungry because his daughter finished eating in the course of a 10-second conversation and was like, I gotta go play on the she swings. She loves the taste of yeah. poison. That's his secret ingredient because <laughs> next thing you know, Malcolm looks over and the daughter's on the floor. The then the other daughter and his wife have their face in the in their plates and their burger, mm-hmm. uh, and then soon the lawyer himself drops to the floor, as we yep. discover like a classic family yeah, annihilator. This is a classic annihilator <laughs> tactic. Yep, you know the annihilator. <laughs> there was so much in this show, just annihilator uh, explanation of. The ins and outs of what an an annihilator, family annihilator, sorry, uh, thinks, does, how they like to do things. It's a very specific profile. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's a it's an educational show. Like at the end of this show, once we've seen all the episodes, I think we will be qualified to be FBI profilers for Seriously, serial killers. We know how to handle. Snakes. I already feel qualified, <laughs> and we can handle wild animals. At least, uh, oh, for sure. For them. <laughs> yeah, you seen my kids? <laughs> uh, don't get me started. Yeah, you probably have your own double Kevlar gloves. <laughs> Greg, you, uh, don't turn into a, uh, you know, family annihilator, please. <laughs> You're halfway there. You got no. the family, so. <laughs> uh, but luckily for this family, um, they don't get annihilated because uh, D- Detective Danny has a uh, a med kit in her car that has... Uh, four doses of atropine ready to go to uh to to give to these people yeah um, um very clutch um this is like we talk about how the just you know things it's sometimes things are in the right spots <laughs> and it just works out good yeah mm-hmm. so this is a poison that stops your heart once and then if you restart it you're fine Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah, that's, that how, way. that's still, how it works. Still full of poison, but it, it's like a, it only does it one time. No, because you yeah. you uh, you use the anti poison and they just cancel each other out. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's how it worked on the show. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I guess I just was was summarizing to make sure. Do you want us it. to get into all the science mm-hmm. shit? I mean, Mark, please don't make <laughs> us get into all the science shit. We will. I mean, we are scientists, but. It's just... I, I, maybe they'll put up a series of like uh, of, of videos on YouTube to explain just, some of the, uh, all, all the I'm, science. All I'm saying is just cool. hundreds of our snake lizards are just well, get, just slithering away. <laughs> <laughs> They're bored, yeah. If there are any cops out there, please call or write. Actually, call in. Yeah, we have a voicemail. Oh, yeah. Call into Splat Job <laughs> AI and tell us how many doses of atropine you usually keep in your squad car. Um, and just, you know, maybe this is a wake up call for you that maybe you should start carrying more just in case of family annihilators out there. I mean, you're cops, so you must run into three, four of them a month. Probably, a day, but... I was going to say. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, maybe also carry some anti mamba venom, too, because that's something mm-hmm. that is also possible. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're yeah. gonna if, if you're or gonna go through the trouble, uh, yes, or I have to. <laughs> but if you're gonna go through the trouble of carrying the other stuff, just get some venom, anti venom as well. But I don't know. I don't know why we have to tell you. You probably have your own prodigal son that's only like telling you all this stuff. I assume every every police force has a uh, tortured genius <laughs> who helps them solve cases. Otherwise, how would anyone solve a murder so, case? There, <clears throat> there's a pretty great moment in this where uh, you know they. Give the daughter, the two daughters and the wife, uh, the anti, the, I don't know, poison. And then, uh, mm-hmm. then they go, uh, <laughs> Malcolm walks slowly up to the father as he's a little more coherent. I guess he didn't give himself enough poison or he's just so familiar with it that he, he can kind of say some words and stuff while he's being poisoned. And, uh, you know, Malcolm's about to hit him with the antidote and he's like, no, I don't want that. Malcolm's like, I know. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> and then he saves him. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. And I'm going to give you what you want. And then it really seemed like that was going to be the end. It was like, okay, they solved the mystery and they got the guy. But there was like 20 minutes of other stuff after that. Well, that's the beauty of Prodigal Son. So you've got your killer of the week thing. Um, but then you also have the whole mystery of uh, and and the drama of Malcolm and mm. his family and his bro- his father and whatnot. Man, I'm going to be mm-hmm. thinking about that all week. Yes, or two, or th- maybe Jeez. even three weeks if we're, until if we watch we're episode three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they meet up back in uh, Diamond Lou's office to uh, celebrate beating the family annihilator. Um, they have one little uh, tumbler of whiskey, and uh, Malcolm Bright is fucked up on this drink that he has. <laughs> He's stumbling around. Uh, he says they must have given him uh, either Ativan or antihistamine uh, at the hospital earlier, which is a, a, a weird a weird spread. Like, uh, I don't think you would respond the same way, but um, what do I know? I don't know that much about drugs and stuff. Well, would they have given him antihistamine to help him recover from a venomous snake bite? Maybe. If you had I don't a, think allergic reaction to it. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. Is it? I don't think it's like. Uh, Could you imagine being no, allergic to ben- snake I mean, bite? It's... Snake venom. <laughs> it's a double. double. <laughs> oh no! Get my EpiPen. <laughs> I've been bitten by a cobra. Yeah. So probably wasn't. Well, I mean, he might have had allergies too, though. You know, one thing that you just need to know is that. Malcolm is very familiar with all sorts of pharmaceuticals and their effects. True. And it's just a nice character uh, aspect. Yeah, because he wakes up in the morning. He puts on, <laughs> I feel good, while he takes <laughs> he takes so many different pills. And it's just so ironic because, like, you feel so good, but you're taking he, all these pills. He's That's doing crazy. The James Brown dance, and he's uh, with his antidepressants <laughs> and you know night terror pills, mm-hmm. which he should stop taking. I mean, come on, <laughs> those or, are, yeah, or take those on. are not. <laughs> maybe just ask him for trouble. Maybe he shouldn't be taking them when he gets up in the morning. Maybe he should take the night terror medicine before so he, he keeps goes having to these bed. visions, and you, we never know what's real in this show. Yeah, so Danny helps him get into his bed and get all strapped into his bed and stuff. Um, she looks around his apartment and she she kind of thinks it's a little weird that he has a whole bunch of like antique knives and uh, I think he says he has like a morning star or something. Yeah, he says- but he also has a pet parakeet, uh, which is, she seems like she thinks that's the weirdest thing that he has. Oh well, she <laughs> says you got a pet parakeet. And he goes, yeah, don't make it weird. Which is a little <laughs> nod to Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. And also, uh, he, he's, yeah, he, uh, like explaining how it, it's it's not weird. He says, uh, it's not like I've ever slept with anyone. Uh, so, yes, yes. I mean, then he clarifies, uh, well, I mean, here in this apartment, I've, I've had sex before. 
But I don't know. I don't know. I think he might be a virgin. Yeah, many, many. Uh, I think he has a girlfriend in Canada. (laughs) Many a virgin have fed me that line, and I never believed them. Uh, Then he he, finally, one more time. Oh, he has one more vision, doesn't he, while he's uh, in bed? He does. Oh, yes, the vision of his mom coming to tuck him in. Uh, (laughs) The one where I think she might be in on it, but then I don't think she is. He has a moment when he's the child in the vision where he like raises his hand to like stop his mom to tell her what he saw or whatever. And uh, dad grabs his hand and like does a little wave with it to mom. Like uh, it, it was very natural. Yeah, that was the so. funniest part of the scene. He's uh, his dad like just really just putting like a couple of drops of, you know, whatever uh, to knock him out. And uh, and then he's like, mom, mom. And then the mom's like, I don't know, before she hears him, he grabs his arm and he verbally says, good night, mommy. <laughs> and she just turns around like, <laughs> oh, good night, baby. <laughs> Very. Yeah, she waves back at him as though she thinks he's actually <laughs> waving. And then shut the door behind her, leaving, <laughs> which is also weird. Yeah, a little suspicious. <laughs> well, you boys sleep tight. <laughs> Uh, so malcolm goes to confront his dad again uh dad continues to say he doesn't know what he's talking about uh but also he says uh well if you did happen to lose time and and i'm not saying you did because of course you're just dreaming uh why didn't you tell the police sooner like you you may have waited like weeks or months before you told and and how many other people died and while well, uh, you were waiting to say something, uh, like trying to put it, the blame on his mm-hmm. son that he didn't like catch him sooner you or say, whatever? Oh, if who was a very small child you, at the time? If eight-year-old <laughs> yes. you really saw uh, me murder somebody, then shouldn't you have said something a little earlier? Doesn't it kind of seem like this is your fault? And you should. And Malcolm just sitting there like, he's, <laughs> Aren't you he's the real got murderer? me. Yeah. Uh, I could never. <laughs> That couldn't be true. That means I'm just as bad as he is. And, uh, yeah, he's just showing his, uh, you know, dominance over his son's brain. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's the whole episode. Well, he, no, there's one more thing. Uh, yes, he, he vows, uh, that he's going to find the truth, um, after waiting for several <laughs> seconds, uh, letting his eyes get really wet as though he might, might cry. Um, but instead, he gets mad and says, uh, Dr. Whitley, I will be finding the truth. And uh, then his, his, he slams the door. His dad is like, uh, maybe you will or something like that. What did he say? Uh, good for yeah, you. Yeah, he's like, good. Good for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he does say, like, good for you. <laughs> That's not true. you <laughs> the camera lingers on the uh, attendant that takes, or the guard or whatever that takes... Uh, Malcolm to the room uh, and then shows him going to a payphone and, and calling uh, Malcolm's mom and telling him that, she, that he's been there to see his father. And uh, she says, thank you, David. Then she hangs up the phone and throws it against the ground, dashing it to pieces. Um, very angry about this. And it makes me think, you know, this this drama is not over. This is going to continue yes. in the next episode. Now, Mark, don't say anything. Don't spoil it for us, please, Mark. But I think the drama may continue in the next episode. Uh, well, I, 
no spoilers, but you may you may be <laughs> okay. right. That is a spoiler. That's all I'll say. Uh, but I am so <laughs> hoping you're right, Mark, and that there is you know drama in this next episode. I, I am. Well, I've only watched the next episode once, mm. so you might have missed it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't feel fully qualified to really even talk about it. Um. Yes. Did I, Did I miss anything? Anybody wanted to talk about on this app? <laughs> Just how good oh, it yeah. was. Well, of course. Uh, we've got to get to ratings, and uh, Miranda, you are really chomping at the bit to tell us how good it is. Why don't you give us our, our rating oh, for yeah. this episode? I, I guess I would give it, um, shit, I really backed myself into a corner with this one. Um, how many snakes would you say there were in this episode? Mm, I think there were four. Yeah. Probably five. Well, but then there were more at the... Oh, yeah, the there was the one you threw snake. at him. So. So like 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 something like 130 <laughs> snakes, I guess I would give this episode. And that's out of 170 <laughs> snakes. <laughs> no, it's out of 120. Oh wow, you loved it. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. Uh, Mark, how about you? How did you feel about this episode? Uh, I would give it three watches. <laughs> yeah. Or the three times that I watched it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you meant like watches. Yeah, well, that was watches. a little double play on I was like, words. W- when, did, where was that in the episode? <laughs> yeah, wristwatches were what Mark never looked at while he was watching it because he was completely enthralled and didn't care what no, time. No, I was. lost track of time <laughs> for sure. <laughs> How are you, Kevin? Well, I've had the longest time to think about this uh, other than you, Greggy. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna give it. I got all my knives out. Uh, and I got my bludgeonings, uh, items, and I'm going to give it five Mm -hmm. morning stars. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I'm going to give it two out of two drops of chloroform on a handkerchief. Uh, that was a great parenting tip I picked (laughs) up there. Uh, (laughs) I may want to use that someday. Hmm. Uh, great episode. Uh, for Twitter this week. I've just got one thing that I want to share. Um, I think on this show, we're just always going to talk about what the official Twitter is tweeting because it's always really, really good. So on September 30th for this episode at prodigal son, Fox prodigal son on Twitter, uh, tweeted, your research skills could help Malcolm solve this week's case. Find out the names of the seven most deadly snakes to solve this puzzle. <laughs> and put your answer after a, w- a website link uh, to see if you got it right. So uh, the first one, most venomous snake in the world. Uh, two two words. Um, of course, I would think that would be Black Mamba because I think that's what he says mm-hmm. in this episode, yeah. doesn't he? Um, but the first word does have uh, six letters in it rather than five, uh, so it can't be Black Mamba. I don't know what the answer to any of these are, by the way. Do they give you how many letters it is? Yeah, so you've got two words, six letters, and six letters. Hmm. Oh. Let me see if there's any replies. Maybe a reply guy got it. Seems like Mark yeah, should Mark, know. You know, Mark just you seems know, like he should have you're a our, snake. You're our resident yeah. Malcolm Bright. Snakes are basically yes. bugs. Um, <laughs> I know some venomous snakes, but I don't know what... Uh, I would have said a sea snake was the most venomous, but that clearly is not the right... And that's a 
snake that is in the gang, the gang, like ocean, the crypts. Ocean going no, snake. No, okay, ocean snake. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, hmm. Mark would have said a sea hmm. snake. I would probably go with a land snake. Uh, oh. Okay, longest venomous snake can reach 18 feet. Ah, uh, okay. Black, black mamba. <laughs> Four letters and then five letters, two words. Black. The, the most uh, venomous snake is the ti- <laughs> the inland taipan. Oh, inland taipan. Yes. That was the answer. Okay. Oh, so it's it's weird that there weren't four of those in the guy's yeah. body. Um, well, that they're, is weird. Well, they're endemic to semi-arid regions of Central East Australia, so. <laughs> Uh, it would have been a bit of a, a stretch uh, to get them all the way to New York, Chicago. Where, they did say New, New York, York at okay. one point. Uh, fastest known land snake. I think this one actually is Black Mamba. Yes, yes, for sure. That's going to be Black no, Racer. No, it's the Black Mamba. Oh. No, it's shit. the Black Mamba. It's not the Black oh, okay. Racer. It's got to be. got to be. Yeah, that was the only one that Black Mamba could have fit in, so I think... <laughs> well, you see, Black, Black Mamba, Mamba is considered the world's deadliest snake because of its combination of venom and speed, and as well as striking ability, uh, and their length as well. Mm-hmm. They and can length. get it's so pretty long. long, although in the show, maybe these weren't full-length uh, Mambas. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, they're like Oh, we babies. didn't talk about how many jokes there were in the episode... Uh, a good one would have been if uh, if if <laughs> Dina had asked how many how many snakes there were in the body, and he and he said uh, black mamba number five. <laughs> right, that would have been good. <laughs> you know, just yeah, that would have. That- Maybe you can get him to redo it. Redo the episode. Do you think? At first, think? I thought you were. It was going to be like, uh, how many snakes are in the human body? It's just like a general question. <laughs> and, and you think the answer is zero, but really the answer is Black Mamba number five. We got to do our final segment where we watch the uh, promo for next week. I think he dropped me. With chloroform. I know you think these memories are real. They're not. He took the whole brain. You don't see that every day. This case may prove difficult for you. Fear has always been your stumbling block. You have no idea what your father is capable of. Okay. Uh, it was just the oh, same yeah. as the other ones. Sweet boy. It was just him being like, <laughs> your I'm a serial killer, son. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so yes, that was mostly just the stuff we've seen before. But there was the thing where the guy, somebody cut like a square hole in somebody's head and took their brain out of it. So that's well, you don't different. see that every day. No, I certainly don't. I've never seen it before this show. No, that's not. Most, honestly, oh, that's really? not normal. Yeah, well, I watched the, I watched the previews. <laughs> okay. so. Just getting yourself psyched up. But- Come on, be real, Miranda. You don't yeah. see that every day. Uh, I think the killer on next week is going to be a brain surgeon. 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Since he likes that to take brains so much. like something All a heart surgeons surgeon surgeons would here. do to throw off the scent, though. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Next episode, if they if they go to see a brain surgeon like, first, I'm not gonna fall for it this time. I'm gonna. That know looks like a. That it, looks like a really brain in. case in your trunk. That looks like a box perfectly fit for a brain, <laughs> Mister Surgeon. <laughs> Huh? What? <laughs> Runs into the factory. He's an exotic brain dealer. <laughs> he th- he throws a very poisonous brain. <laughs> Can't wait. Okay, final segment. Um, yeah, Miranda had a good idea for something we could do for this new season. <laughs> Um, rather than picking someone who gets a prize, um, I could pick someone to be the next to be <laughs> murdered. <laughs> yes. Um, which, I don't know. It could be like, what if one of us does end up getting killed by a murderer? That would be very dark if I, if the week before I had said that they should wow, be murdered. I do not want to witness. <laughs> or if it wasn't that well. person, then you'd feel stupid for picking the wrong person. <laughs> Yeah, this is really a chance for our audience to take control and uh, show us if you like this segment or not, you know? Either, or make, let Greg, you know, if he's picking the right person. <laughs> we're we're going to be doxing um, so, ourselves. So let me just say, uh, <laughs> yeah, and plus, if I say... I think one of you should be murdered, and then you do become murdered. Like the, I'm the first suspect. The police are coming to me. They uh, they always I, they not want they to know always what go I, after the guy who's suggested you should be murdered. <laughs> yes, they're going to be like, "What did you have against uh, this this victim or whatever?" Um, and I, I'll just say, "Well, I just you know, it's kind of a joke. <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> she did good on the podcast. You know, I got to say somebody." <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make it Miranda. I said she there. Um, <laughs> oh, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, but look, there's one obvious answer today. Is not yeah. me. Um, I don't yeah, know. this is an easy week know. because <laughs> I am very pissed off at Tim. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. Uh, yes. for, for putting his uh, the needs of his penis ahead of the needs of his <laughs> podcasting crew. <laughs> so I think I'm going to give this Oof. week's um, official Prodigal Son podcast. Um, the surgeon's knife goes to <laughs> Tim Trees. I'm sorry, Tim. And I, like I said, I hope to God you are not actually murdered by a serial killer. I mean, I would not wish that on my on on any of my podcasting partners. Um, but. Yeah, I'd be. I would feel disappointed. Yeah. If I Although this, <laughs> but that is the segment. That's our and new this segment. This is uh, just for all you potential killers out there. This is a kind of like a pardon for the crime. Um, so you have, you will face no consequences. Unfortunately, well, I mean, you know, like a public shaming potentially if people are upset. Uh, but yeah, listeners, let me know if you don't like uh, <laughs> saying one of the podcasting girls should be should be murdered during the week. Tim, no, no, <laughs> Tim, no fake write-ins, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just a life hack to bear in mind for next time. It is definitely possible to jack off while you record a podcast, <laughs> so you don't actually have to cancel your <laughs> podcast record for that. I... <laughs> 
How do you know that? <laughs> Wait, Mark? I, I, I mean, Mark, have you been I've... snake handling this whole time? <laughs> uh, no, I've heard. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Is that, that's sort of my nothing. Okay. 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 He's cl- <laughs> he's all clear. <laughs> well, Mark, thank you so much for being on the podcast this week. Sure. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, Mark. Thanks, Mark. I was fortunate that this you happened to be my area of expertise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and keep uh, if if you hear any Prodigal Son news, um, of course, no spoilers. But uh, if you hear anything, let us know since you are the expert. Of course, I will. Thank you for having me. Are you gonna thank uh, gonna thank me? <laughs> yeah, Thanks? yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to, Miranda. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh-huh. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. And you know what, Kevin, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on the podcast oh, this week. Thank you. Thank you for hosting and thank you for, you know, getting us all, you know, getting making this whole thing happen. And uh, listeners, mm-hmm. I urge you to take control. You have this power. Um, you've received the pardon. Yeah, Greggy has named no, no. the victim.